Hey guys, it's Jesse. And it's Hannah. And uh, Link just ran off of Hannah's lap. <laughs> She's just sick of that shit. That was enough for her. <laughs> and I actually got her name right, so I'm very you proud did. of myself. So in the meantime, <laughs> since this has been not us talking about the the L word in the week that you've gone without our podcast, um, I did not go on a second date because she got sick and canceled no yeah but okay we'll follow up we will have a second date this coming weekend is Good. the plan so they went a week without us oh no it's, it's just usually a week oh i understand i was thinking like skipped a week and i was like when did that happen but I'm oh no just, i'm so confused about timing right now me too um, don't worry how was your yom kippur i did not fast and i went to work and then i spent more money than i wanted to on getting bulby shots how about you uh. Uh, mine was pretty nice. I did fast. Um, I did not work. I slept a lot. I prayed and shit. Nice. So that was nice. Um, and then I went to breakfast at my aunt's. Um, so remember how I failed my test and I said I was going to spend the time between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur waiting for a sign? Uh, yeah, what happened? Do you want to, this is like, this, this can't even be real. I'm so annoyed by this sign. So the day before Yom Kippur. My best friend. So my best friend works at an agency that schedules interpreters, like that sends interpreters out. Oh, wow. For jobs. Yeah. So he was telling me that they got a last minute request for uh, an interpreter for something and they wouldn't be able to fill it because they didn't have any interpreters available. And the last minute request that they got a job for was someone to interpret the Yom Kippur service at my synagogue. Are you kidding me? I am not kidding you. So I was just like, come the fuck on. Like, that's, are you kidding me right now? Like, that's like not subtle. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so there aren't enough interpreters to interpret the Yom Kippur service at my literal synagogue. So it means So that... fucking fine. I will become a goddamn interpreter. <laughs> so we're going to keep trying. And Yay. I apologize to God for on Yom Kippur for being not brave because i think i need to be braver so that is I my resolution think that's fair yeah i need to be braver my whole thing last year and i did improve was trying to keep in mind that things that that i hated and things that made me miserable wouldn't literally kill me because my brain tends to go there okay my brain gets to the point where like like i was taking i took a class last spring with deaf students and i can't explain to you how afraid i was to take this class um and like how I can relate though absolutely sick and horrible I felt over it the first day and I had to keep reminding myself the very very worst case scenario will not kill you because my brain immediately jumps to I might as well just die I, I'm just gonna die I might as well just die so that's not I good to, right so it's it's a lot of just like pulling myself away from that and thinking about okay what is the actual worst that can happen here it will not actually kill you because I think I get so afraid of bad feelings and so afraid of my own anxiety that I I catastrophize it into, well, you can't do this. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to just reframe it as, yes, this will suck, but it won't actually kill you. Yeah. So I need to, I've done better at that this year, and I need to do better at it now that we're in a new year. That's true. And just do what needs to get done. Yeah. And I'm also trying to look at 
other people as like actual living people who were like like me and living their lives and not like forces out to destroy me and hurt me because that's generally how I tend to view them. Oh my god. So um, I'm a very anxious person and that was my Yom Kippur starring Hannah Moskowitz. Thanks for joining me. Um, I got a nice dress to wear to the wedding that my ex-fiance is going to be at. I bought Yay. some false eyelashes, so I am ready to go. Yeah, you got to It's crucial. So uh, it's going to be good. I cut my hair off, so I look cute. Yeah, it looks really good. Thank you. I feel free. I went to just, like, the hair cuttery. And yeah. normally I always go to, like, fucking salons and shit. And they tell me, like, oh, you have curly hair and you need layers. And I'm like, it really doesn't look good when it's layered. Yep. It really doesn't. Yeah. And this place, she's like, okay, so let's get, get shampoo. And I actually went, I went, can you cut it dry, actually? And she was like, yeah, sure. And then she was like, you don't want any layers? And I was like, no, no layers. And she just fucking listened to me. So I recommend the hair cuttery or, like, it's, like, super cuts other places. If you just, like, know your hair. Yeah, I didn't want it to look like I'd like I didn't sometimes you want it to look like a haircut you know you want to look all like fashionable and cute I didn't want that I wanted to look like I was just like some surfer chick who just like hacked her hair off yeah yeah like I didn't want people to look at me and see haircut so nice that wasn't the goal this time so yeah just cut it off so now it's just like a little bob right above my shoulders and I feel so free I feel like I look like myself now yeah. like the long hair was pretty but it felt like a costume I completely agree. I would like look mm-hmm. at pictures of you with your long hair, and I'd be like, "That's not Hannah, though." And yeah, I know. I, feel I, like I, I look, look like I'm me, right? At you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I looked at myself in the mirror, and I was just like, "Okay." Yeah. 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 I'm sure I'll grow it long again because it was pretty and it was fun, but it didn't. It felt like I was wearing a costume, so it's yeah. a little less high femme, so it's it's more comfortable. Yeah. 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 Um. I need to stop clinging to this femme thing. I do it reflexively, and it's just, it's a defense mechanism, and I just need to chill. I'm never going to be, like, a butch, but I can just relax, you know, and just, like, be somewhere in the middle. I'm hanging out now in my tie-dye t-shirt, you know, with my hair cut off, and, like, things are feeling good. Yeah, yeah, and, like, you know, you don't have to, like, be, like, dresses and flowers, like, constantly to still be femme, you know? Yeah, and I love dresses, but, you know. Yeah. I don't have to wear them all the time. I wore a dress today. I looked cute. Yay. Hmm. Okay, anyway, so that's the life of Hannah. Thanks for joining us on this podcast. Bye. <laughs> okay, so now let's go into the L word. Oh, no, I don't want to. Mm. Can't we talk about me some more? Mm, I wish, but unfortunately, <laughs> I do not have the time for an hour-long record sesh today. Well, fine. <laughs> um, and what I... Okay, this episode is called L'Chaim. As we've been talking about for so long now, which really just like, what a, what a perfect fucking day to record an episode (laughs) about L'Chaim is fucking Yom Kippur. Right? Um, At least we're not recording until after sundown, so Yom Kippur is over, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So did you hear Jenny doing her like stupid, dumb, idiot, uh, uh, terrible Hebrew again? I, yeah, we did. I, again, it was really quick, so I didn't pick up a whole lot of it because I watched it way sped up. So it's just like, <laughs> it's yeah. like you couldn't really make it out. But it's, it's, uh, oh, it's so bad. So are um, we going to get more details on what happened to her? Because I'm still real vague on it. Nope. They never get more specific. So she, I, I don't know what to, she's like undressed at a carnival and men are looking at her. What is the situation? Um, no, no, no. Did you not see the later scene? So like this, 
with the men was taken from later on at the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that. But her little picture that she was drawing. Oh, I have no idea. I really was not looking. It was the same sort of thing. It was like men looking and like jeering and pointing and then her younger naked. I think it's because there were like more than just a few boys. Is what it seemed like. Like she was molested by a few. I'm going to try to read up on this and see if anyone's written about it. Because I'm just annoyed by these unanswered questions. Yeah. Completely unanswered. Completely frustrating. And somehow related to Judaism, but not in a way that's been explained. It's really, it's only related to Judaism because they want us to vaguely know that Jenny is Jewish. (sighs) And they want us, like, scapegoat some religious community. Which, like, I, I, you know, if Jews weren't always told that we're evil, I would be fine with it. But Mm -hmm. we're literally always told that we're evil. Yep. And, like, I can say that Orthodox people are evil because I'm Jewish and I know that Orthodox Jews are evil. <laughs> but if you're not Jewish, you can't say it because it comes across seeming like all Jews are evil. Exactly. It's like, it, it seems weird to choose a marginalized community to single out. Like, because yep. there's, it's just like, why is this your hill to die on? I it's don't know. It's a weird situation. They literally never ever like after this whole thing goes and dies down like her judaism is so irrelevant like i don't i'm so confused i was so expecting some sort of like really really like explicitly jewish sort of abuse like she's abused like in a fucking synagogue or something Uh, you know what i wish that would have made it better (laughs) so i've just been so confused by this whole arc and i i remain really confused by what's going on with jenny yeah because also you know when you think about jenny's jewishness like did she seem Jewish first season when she was with Tim? No. no. <laughs> I don't well, get she was, it. She was wearing her high, but that's it. Like, she doesn't... Yeah. Uh, At least give her a damn Tiffany necklace. Seriously. To carry it through. <laughs> give her something that looks nice. Shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I have to tell you this. At my breakfast that I was just at, so we're all standing around the kitchen, and then these two girls walk in, like, these, like, super jappy girls in their 20s, like, very well-dressed, like, very it. cute, walk in, and they're like, we think we're in the wrong house. They meant to go to the neighbor's house oh to break fast. And they were in my, and it was like, we were just like, oh my God, I love your jacket. And they just like hung out with us for a little while and then went to the neighbor's. And it was just so fucking funny. These two girls just wandering in. Because there was like 15 <laughs> people at the house. And like, I didn't know all of them. So I assumed they were in the right place. But then it was just, it was hysterical. So that's that was so nice little, funny. You would have loved it. They were so jappy. Oh, was, I, I just love jappy people. I know. I been all over this. have a Jewish friend at school who is Jewish and also Asian, and she's from our area. She's from Nova. Is my cousin? No, no, <laughs> she's not your cousin. Um, and the other day, I was like, "Yeah, I go to the mall like way too often. I'm there like at least once a month. I just like shop reflexively." And she goes, "What? I didn't know that about you." And I go. Yeah, I'm literally a Jap from the DMV. What did you expect? And, like, there was this, like, look on her face that I know is, like, me saying Jap because she's Asian. And then I was, like, but, like, Jewish. Like, I was trying to, like, get it across without saying Jewish. But, like, she also, like, she got it after a second because she's also Jewish. And it was a whole mess. And I felt like I stepped on it, but also, like, 
I'm a Jewish American princess. Clearly, I know I'm not Asian. It's so sad that the word Jap, like, we can't use it because of that. I know! There's so many situations where, like, you just can't. Because you got to be, like, real clear what you're talking about. Yeah. I, like, literally forgot for a moment that it, like, had that connotation. And it didn't register with me until it was out of my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is taken from us. We're just never allowed to have any fun. Fair. God, I was trying to explain Shiva to Kat. Oh, why? Just, uh, we were talking about death. I don't remember. Just because Yom Kippur, I was talking about how it's supposed to be like you're thinking about death. And I was explaining to it, to her, like, the rules of Shiva, like, the stuff that you're not allowed to do. Mm -hmm. And how you can't, you know, like, do stuff for fun, basically. Like, you can't put on makeup because it might be something that you enjoy. You know, you can't cover mirrors because it's not supposed to be vain or whatever, you know, whatever. And I was just going over this stuff. And she's just like, I don't see how this helps you deal with the death and i'm like well it's not about that and it's about more like, like giving yourself the time and the ritual to process the yeah death. and it's about honoring the dead person i'm mm-hmm. like it's not about comforting you and she's like well it just sounds like you're supposed to suffer and i'm like well you you are <laughs> and it was just there was just this this weird gap where i just she was not getting it and it's just i feel so distant from non-jewish people sometimes and that was like one of like this key experiences where i'm just like it was so hard for me to explain to her I was just like it's not important that you feel better it's like, oh, you shouldn't feel oh better no. someone just fucking died oh, Jesus Christ you're <laughs> supposed to feel it so it's like it's uh, I, I just need to exist in a little Jewish bubble sometimes I was talking to my cousin's non-Jewish boyfriend today and he was railing against organized religion and I was like okay but also it's it's so hard to talk to non-Jews yeah yeah, I used to hate um, organized religion, but then I realized that I hated the organized religion of Christianity. Exactly. And I was like, wait a second, the Jews, we've had it right this whole time. Whenever <laughs> I meet like a Christian atheist who who they start railing to me about religion, yeah. it's all terrible. I always ask them what it is, and they always say it's all religion, and I always ask them what it is they don't like about religion. Yeah. That they think applies to all religions. Mm-hmm. And it never fucking applies to Judaism. And they, because they just take their stuff from Christianity and just plop it on all religions. Yep. Yep. Oh, God. It's exhausting. Yeah. Fucking exhausting. Anyway, you don't have an hour to record. So let's I don't. Go back I to don't. Record. Sorry um, about that. So this episode is mostly about Melvin dying. Yes. Um, and I'm pretty sure. That the actor playing Melvin died, like, after they filmed this. Oh, so it must not have been him that I just saw in Grey's Anatomy at all because he was dead. Because that's true. Benny actually found that fact for me. So the actor who plays Melvin, his wife was on set and saw him do this death scene. (gasps) Yeah, and then he died, like, real soon afterwards. And then this episode was, like, dedicated to him. Yeah, because I saw it was dedicated to him and I was like... I wonder who that is. Like, there's no way it's the actor. Yeah. And then it so, was. I told you right before we recorded that I just saw him on Grey's Anatomy. And clearly, that was beyond false. It's just some guy who looks like him, I guess. <laughs> um, Amazing. I had it on the brain because I just finished watching this. And then I thought it was him on Grey's Anatomy. But yes, that's true. He is dead. So it was not him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm oh, glad you wild. told me that because I was wondering if he fucking died on set. Right? I was like afraid. <laughs> if we like actually watched a snuff film of this man's life, that would make this show so much more interesting. It really would be. Ooh, I would love a snuff film of the L word. 
Ugh. But I don't actually want people to die, so, you know. Um, and I guess we do get our murder mystery in the last season. So. We do, finally. <laughs> um, so when, like, Melvin is at Bet's house, because I move him to Bet's house, um, there's a point where Tina comes over and she and Melvin, whoop, nope, she and Bet, Tina and Bet <laughs> are snuggling. And she goes, like, I've never held you in front of your father before. <laughs> <laughs> is that like a normal thing like. holding each other in front of your parents like why would you have done that i don't know yikes like, uh, i thought it was just some sort of like top thing again and ben- me too i did too i was like oh god my sister and her husband like when they stay at my parents house they take showers together and that always for me is like it's so weird i'm like don't be naked together at my parents house like it's my parents house i'm disturbed I know. And then, like, every, I'll be like, oh, where's Abby? And my parents are like, oh, they're in the shower. And I'm like, they, right now everyone's the thinking about them? them wet and naked together. Like, nobody needs this. Oh, just, God. Like, do Why do you want your own home? I don't know. They're, like, incapable of taking showers alone. It's really weird. They take all their showers together. Like, even at home? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm fine with it at home. But it's like, when you're out at my parents' house, like, show some fucking respect. I just, I'm just trying to think through, like, how... This makes any sense, even logistically. Like, I like taking showers with people, but... I don't. Doing all your showers with someone? This is yeah, too much. But I also don't understand showers. trying to sleep next to someone every night, because I can't sleep with people in my bed, so... I yeah. don't understand what couples do. I think... Yeah. It's lost to me. Alright, so Melvin is at Bet's house. My mom did something sort of like this when her dad died. She was at his house, mm-hmm. but it was the same sort of, like... He's here and he's really fucking confused and he is dying. Yeah. Thing. So uh, I'm sure it was super fun for her. I'm sure as it was for Bet. Yeah. I. Well, the reason I brought up the Bet and Tina like snuggling. Oh, yes. Was mostly because like then Melvin gets into this like confused state and he thinks that Tina is his wife. Yeah, I didn't know what that was. They're, like, throwing out names, and I'm like, am I supposed to know who these people are? Uh, no. I just assumed, based off of how he was talking. Yeah, it was, I don't know. Because, like, he cheated on her, and then she ran away. Yeah. That's basically what I knew before, and that's basically what he said. And, like, I... It felt, like, really fucked up. Yeah. I didn't like it. Also, um, they show a shot of uh, Tina... Like, her naked, pregnant body in the bed. That was gross. Yeah, no thank you. I don't need to see any naked, pregnant people. Yeah, it was too pregnant. She's really pregnant right now. I wonder if the act- the actress must still be pregnant. Yeah. So I don't know. Because, I mean, the character's having her baby next episode, but I don't know when the actress has her baby. Probably sometime in between this. Who even knows? Because yeah. I didn't need the Melvin actor anymore, so... <laughs> Just get him out of here. Jeez. <laughs> Um, there was, um, it, it was sad, the stuff with Bette and her father. I was annoyed, um, with all her denial stuff, because I find denial to be, like, one of the most completely boring things that's on TV, and, like, everybody's always doing it. It is I'm boring, because it's also, like, that same thing with, like, bad improv, is, like, you can't say no, but the whole thing about denial is that you're saying no. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's exhausting. I'm just... I feel like shows just fall back on it so often. It was a big problem I had with Supernatural was the character named Dean. People would even call it denial as like a joke because he was always in denial about something. And people, some people find it so compelling 
Why? Um, and I just, I don't know. It just, I can't stand it. It mm. drives me crazy. Yeah. Um, I, grief storylines on TV a lot are really exhausting for me. Yeah, why? Um, because I feel like they're so repetitive. And that That's true. That everyone's just the same things. And there's always that moment of, there's always the denial. And then that moment of realization of, oh, they're really gone. And so you're just sitting through the denial, waiting for it to be over. I'm watching Grey's Anatomy right now. I'm marathoning it. And I just got through uh, Derek's death. And I really like the way they did it. I don't enjoy the episodes themselves, but they use two episodes after Derek dies to skip a year. To basically just get you fucking through the grief part. Because they know that we don't want to deal with that over the course of a whole fucking season. So by the time we get back to people, they're pretty good. Because it's just, it's been done. We've seen it. And so kudos to the show for realizing that we've seen it. And I'm glad that at least that the season's going to end soon so that hopefully bet does her grieving in the off season but we'll see i just i mean i yeah i don't even remember her grieving past this episode tbh so okay i mean we got the funeral next episode we'll see how that goes down oh there's the funeral next episode All right. yeah the funeral and tina has the baby i remember uh dana's funeral much more oh yes that'll be fun are we just gonna like kill off someone every at the end of every season no i don't think dana dies until season four I think she dies next season. Oh my god, this is gonna be the worst season ever. <laughs> and um, we, I know we didn't kill Marina, but like also we kind of did kill Marina. We yeah, thank God. Yeah. I don't think anyone dies after they kill Dana. Well, Jenny, but. Oh well, yeah, I forgot about that. But that's at the end, so it doesn't really <laughs> count. She's there the whole time. Oh god, that's really a shame. I know. Why isn't she dead yet? It's been so long. I don't know. I'm excited for the show to come back. There's been rumors, and I think someone signed something, but who even knows? Oh, it's definitely coming back. Yeah, well, it, I'm waiting. <clears throat> I've heard all about the revival. Yeah, um, Shane and, and Bet have already agreed to it, right? Thank God. Yeah. I need Shane. <laughs> who else do we need? <laughs> uh, we need um, whatever uh, Alice is. We need Alice? No. I like her. Why? She reminds me of myself, and I like myself. I mean, I like you too, but I don't know why. <laughs> why does Alice remind you of yourself? Because she gets into the into trouble for the same sort of shit about, like, spilling other people's beans. <laughs> um, yeah, and that'll be issues for her later on. Um, but okay, I saw so a she- picture of her and Shane, the, like, those two actresses, and I... Like, I think I quote tweeted it at our LOL word account. So you should see I saw it. that. Yeah, I did see it. Yeah. They just, like, they look good now that they're, like, they mature, you know? Yeah. Uh, Dana does die next season, by the way. Damn it. Uh, I'm excited. It's sad and mopey. I know. I'm psyched. I'm psyched for it. I'm ready to kill someone. <sighs> um, I'm just excited to get to Marley Matlin. I'm just speeding towards Marley Matlin. I mean, once Marley Matlin is here, it's great. I mean, like, I mean, Bet and Tina are only going to be together for a short while. Um, I think they, like, split up this season, this upcoming season, mm-hmm. because Tina, you know, like... She's got to be with a man. She wants a penis in her, <laughs> and that just won't top her with a strap-on, and that so they have to split. 
Why won't she top her with a strap on? Oh, I don't know. That's not even part of it. I'm just assuming oh, okay. that's what happens. She really should. Oh, God. I This show's a fucking mess. Yeah, I mean, Tina's whole thing is that she wants to be with a man sexually. And it's like... Why? That's a Who dumb reason want to, to be break with a man up? sexually? Yeah. God, I can't imagine wanting to be with a man sexually. I've done it. It's really nothing to write home about. Yeah. Um, should we talk about more about Bet and her dad or should we move on? No, I think we're good there. All right, yeah. There's really not much to say. It's kind of sad. Whatever. Um, um Alice and Dana? Alice and Dana are at the planet. They run into Laura, who's mm-hmm. Dana's ex, and Dana has dinner with Laura and Alice is like, Dana's going to leave me because like clearly Dana's going to leave her. So, yeah, but there's this really weird moment when Alice is like, I thought I lost you, which is such a weird way of phrasing thinking that your girlfriend has left you. Like, it sounds like she thought that Dana was dead. And that was really strange. And I was wondering if that was, like, foreshadowing. It's I, possible. I got annoyed in this episode. And I've been annoyed with this a lot of times with Helena. Is the way that the sh- people in the show are not respecting their relationships. And I don't mean in terms of them not being monogamous because I'm definitely not like a monogamy stan. Like I'm fine with it. Yeah. But the, the way that she's doing it, it feels really disrespectful to me. She's not paying attention to the people that she's with when she's with them. Mm -hmm. And she's not really using any sort of discretion. Yep. And she's not really seeming to care how the, the people that she's involved with are feeling about her relationship with the other person. So it just, it makes me kind of itchy when I see, relationships uh, poly relationships on tv where people are showing affection to to both people at the same time i'm like give each of them their designated time and i know everyone's got their own rules and everything but i I feel like no one's discussed rules in this so that's one thing but it's just uh, it made me feel really weird it was nice to see robin trabatsky again but yes did you um like see i don't know what um helena and (laughs) her just like look so the same I actually wonder if they're related. I didn't look this up because I looked up other I things about the show. I don't think so. they are, but I um, I thought they looked very nice together. So They, like, literally look the same. They are and they're the just same. brunette white women. Yeah. It's like saying we look the same. Well, unfortunately, we do. Just kidding. <laughs> we do, actually. We don't look that different, but we're both Jewish <laughs> and white, so yeah. how I different mean, are we like supposed to look? you're, like, six feet taller than me, so we look pretty different. I am a lot taller than you. Yeah. But you're really short, in my defense. I'm very little. And <laughs> our like noses so are, like, the are opposite. so short. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, I have my mom's nose, and my mom isn't even Jewish, but she's got, like, a Jewish nose, so the whole thing is confusing. Your nose is really small. My nose is, like... My nose is not the small. Size of it's nose. crooked, though. But that's only because I broke it. It used to be very straight. straight. Yeah, it used to be very goyish. Um, but my mom is goyish, so yeah. such is life. I was going to say something. Oh, um, so the reason I brought up the thing with Helena is because I feel like Dana is also being super disrespectful of her relationship. I agree. When Laura sits down with them and then Dana has that thing where she's like, I'm sorry I didn't come out earlier when she's looking at Laura. Yeah. Like, that's a nice thing to say to Laura in private. Yeah. Like, it would be very nice for her to go to Laura and say, listen, I really regret that I wasn't brave enough to come out on what that did to our relationship. That would be a really sweet thing to say to her. But saying it in front of your partner that way was just not respectful. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I feel like people are just treating their girlfriends so badly in this. Like, not that Helena and Tina are girlfriends. I don't know what the fuck they are. But it's just like, it's, it's just not that hard to 
be respectful to people in front of their faces. Like, be an asshole behind people's backs. I don't give a shit. Like, whatever. I'm a horrible behind people's backs. But, like, I make people feel respected when I'm talking to them at the very least. Yes. Yeah. It's not that hard. I'm a bad person and I managed to do it. So I feel like they can swing it. (laughs) You know, whatever. Yeah. So Dana is going to leave her, which is good because Alice is awful i'm sorry i think i the thing that i dislike the most about um them breaking up is what it does to alice it's very upsetting yeah she's gonna become like really like obsessive right really obsessive really dependent on medication not listening to her doctors taking like 700 pills which is oh geez you know also the early 2000s for you um when you know doctors would just like give a lot of pills and be like oh we're gonna Use this for this and this to fix this problem. And now they're like, you're faking it. Have no medication ever. Yep, exactly. It's the exact opposite of what it used to be. Yeah, fun. It's great to be a woman in Um, society. Loving it. Yeah. And so there's this thing going on at the planet with this um, musical act, Peaches. Um, And I looked up who they are and... They are um, a Jewish. What? They're Jewish. They are a Jewish queer musician from Canada. Zahayim. So, yeah. Um, Very but nice. I, they're like nothing special for fucking Shane to say peaches like six times in this episode. She does. She says it so many times. <laughs> That's like half of her lines. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what is going? I thought that she and Carmen had like reignited stuff, and then all of a sudden she's all like, "Oh, did Jenny invite you?" And I'm like, "Did that not happen in the last episode? We touched faces and things were happening." And well, but, but then she- Shane like walked not Shane Carmen walked away, so like I'm assuming nothing really happened. Mm. And but here Shane asked her on a date. Yeah. So that was cute. Yes, and as we know, they will date. Until the end of their relationship, which is depressing. End of next season. So they're going to be together for a little while. No, not the end of next season. They're together all next season. Yeah, but the end of next season is when they are not together anymore. What? That's when the wedding is. It's the season finale of next season. I have to check what's coming up because otherwise I have no will to live. So I know when things happen. All the right. next next season is it's Dana getting cancer and then the wedding is the finale. Damn. I thought because they like were... they decide to get married right after Dana dies for some reason that we'll discover when they get there. Uh, that's because they're having relationship problems and clearly the way to fix a relationship is to get deeper into it. Why is everyone on TV terrible at everything? Well, people in real life do the same sort of thing. I my best friend in real life, her sister was having issues in her marriage. So she pulled out her fucking IUD. Like, herself. No. Yeah, so that she could get pregnant. And I wish have another baby. could see the face that I'm making. I'm <laughs> so upset. This woman did just have her fourth child. It's just so much drama in this life, and I love it. She pulled it out herself? Yep, this is the other bipolar person that I know. Oh, honey. Oh, there's a lot of messed up shit in the world. Yeah, there really is. Um, including... Jenny inviting all of her best friends to a strip club. Yeah. It's like a biker strip club. Yeah, it was a weird set. 
Also, did you notice that every single lesbian that entered was like, this is hell? <laughs> yes. Which I appreciate it, because it was. I, I didn't think it was so bad. Um, I, I don't know. It seemed weird for them to call it hell. Like, I guess I guess I get it. I can see it. Although, I mean, I would call that place where Jenny was at where that old lesbian was sitting on her hell. So, you know, yeah, that was the fucking planet. <laughs> The planet is hell. I mean, terrible <laughs> things happen at the planet. Clearly. Um, oh, man. You know who I'm s- excited to have come on the show is Alan Cumming. Uh, yes. Tell me the deal with that. Um, he comes on to, like, help Kit. Okay. Uh, I actually think that's next season. Okay. Because um, Jenny comes back from fucking Idaho because apparently there's a huge Orthodox population there. Uh, I can tell you there's not. They're all <laughs> in New York. Yeah. Um, some in Baltimore and some in L.A., but I don't think that would be the Orthodox people. So, oh, and also in Miami, but also probably not Orthodox. I'm sure there's some Orthodox people in Miami. Uh, so next episode is like the description said that there's going to be an unexpected visitor at Bet's dad's funeral. Who's that? Um, it is Elijah the Prophet. I'm just kidding. It's not. <laughs> Elia. Elia. <laughs> I really started losing it. I was like, this is the joke I got to say. And then I just like really started laughing. The delivery was so bad. Um, I don't know. This is Jewish episode so far. Wait. our podcast. I don't know why I'm asking. You didn't even remember that there was a funeral. So how are you going to know who the guest is? <laughs> Wait, where are we seeing that there's a surprise guest? No, it's the surprise the guest is Gloria Steinem. Oh, okay. That's not as exciting. <laughs> it says, by a surprise guest, comma, Gloria Steinem, That's comma. not in the Netflix description. It leaves the surprise intact. <laughs> oh, I'm always on the Wikipedia, which is where it says mm-hmm. Gloria Steinem. <laughs> All right. Well, that's fun. Um. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Jenny basically strips down Bear and uh, shows the world (laughs) her bits so that she can, I don't know, I don't know what her intention is from this, but the implication is that, like, she gets to sort of, like, relive her experience of being assaulted without being assaulted again. Yeah. I think maybe she meant it to, uh, like, regain autonomy yeah. over herself, but that like wasn't, like, Like a reclaiming sort of thing? Yeah. Um, I feel like that would be more effective if we, like, knew what the fuck her assault was, but, you know, okay. We'll never um, know. What did you think of her tits? Um, they <laughs> were very good. Um, the bush was very interesting. Yeah. I had a bush discussion with my cousins today. Yeah. Yeah, well, they were talking about their various methods for taking care of theirs. And I was just like, no. Yeah, same. Taking care is a lot of effort. I don't do that. I'm a lesbian. I don't have to do that. Mine is natural and full and beautiful because I am just not in that scene. But then they're all talking about, like, getting wax and shit. And I'm just like, no, I don't want to look like an 11-year-old girl. So I'm just going to look like an adult. Thank you. Yeah, that's how I feel. Very uncomfortable with waxing down there. No, thank you. Um, I honestly, like, feel a little weird sleeping with people who are also that, like, 
I do too, but it's like everybody them. fucking does it, and it's really yeah. annoying. And then also stubble is so uncomfortable on your face. It's uh-huh. so that's really annoying. I mean, I fully support anyone's right to do whatever the fuck they want with it, but I really wish that people would cut it out and just like let themselves have the body hair of adults. Yeah. Also, ugh, yeah, this is a personal problem, but like because my hair everywhere on my body is like thick and dark and coarse because mm-hmm. my dad's fucking Middle Eastern, probably. <laughs> we don't really know. Um, it just like you you make an attempt like that down there to like get it all gone. You can still see the hair yeah, underneath it's the not skin. Go- it's not pretty. Mm-hmm. It's not going anywhere. And it's just so much work. And, like, I have a fucking chronic pain condition. Do you think I want to be contorted around doing all this shit all the time? Or I'm going to go, like, get waxed and then feel like shit for a whole day because I've been in pain? No. I'm not going to do this. Yeah. I'm just... I'm going to be as God made me. All right? Yeah. Um, If you wanted me to look like an 11-year-old girl, I would be an 11-year-old girl. Yeah. Yikes. Um... And that's really what happened this episode, because there's really not much. But I did appreciate that they showed, um, like, that Jenny does have hair downstairs. Yeah, and, hooray! Because um, I, I feel like you, well, first of all, you're never going to see that on TV, except for Thank You Showtime that gave us this gift. Um, but it was it was nice. Yeah, it's the benefits of cable. You can have some pubic hair. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about... Oh, wait. Um, we have some announcements before we yeah, go we into that or not. So, first of all, we have a new form of Patreon sort of thing that we're doing. Um, it is on Steady HQ. Uh, so you can go to steadyhq.com slash en, for English, slash lol word, and you can go and support us financially on there. That'd be super, super awesome. Mm-hmm. Give us a um, Right now, we aren't planning on giving you guys content on there, um, but probably if you offered to, like, give us, like, a few million, we might reconsider. Yeah, we do a little for that, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you can also go to hotebutch.com slash ref slash 119 and you can purchase some stuff on there and also you know give us money give yourselves some like hot butch clothing um and that would be super cool um we're never gonna have that other sponsor that we were really (laughs) stoked about so i'm better come on yeah we're never gonna have it no yes we are Mm. maybe in like six months yeah don't give up. Um, if you guys are annoyed with us teasing this every time, it's, I'm sorry. It's, I don't think they care that much. It's not that exciting. No, it's not. Or, yeah. Um, okay. So the last... Oh, wait. Fuck. Hot or not? Hot or not? Hot or not? Oh, shit. I forgot, too. Okay. Hot. Shane. Mm-hmm. Asking Carmen out was sweet. Um, she was all, I would help you with the rent if I could to Jenny. And has just been incredibly patient with her. Yeah. I don't know why the fuck Mark is still around, but. Because uh, he had a contract for the full season. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. Um, I'm going to give it to Shane. She didn't do a whole lot this episode, but she was nice and patient and sweet where she was there. Yeah. Um, okay. I'll give my hot to, uh, God, there's really no one who is good to give it to, but 
Give me a second. Oh. I feel like this is like a life or death decision and I just can't make it. <laughs> um, I am going to give it to Tina. I thought about giving it to Jenny, but she didn't do anything that great. No. Um, I'm giving it to, to Tina for like, you know, I guess sticking it out with Helena. You can just tell she's just not into it anymore. Um, and for, you know, like helping bet through her grief, you know, when she's also got her own shit going on because she's fucking pregnant. Um, yep. So, you know, she just... She was being good and taking care of, care of someone when she didn't really need to, and it was it was good. Yeah. That is good. Okay, what about not, your not? I had it and I forgot. Oh, it's Helena. Yeah, she was really shitty. <laughs> she was just the worst. She's just completely disrespectful of both of her relationships, and yeah. she sucks. I want to give my nod to Eileen Chaikin for making <laughs> Shane say peaches so many times. <laughs> but I can't. I support you. <laughs> yes, you can. I support you. Um, well, in theory, she has it. But also, I want to give my nod to Kit. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know, I just feel like her involvement in her dad's death is, like, weird and, like, like, she had some good lines, but then she, like, cries so much <laughs> when he dies. Like, I know that that's the direction that she was given, but it, it feels like such a weird character choice. Yeah, she, and she was so judgmental of Bet and Bet's choices. Yeah. And was basically just annoying. Yep, she's not a person until next season, so, eh. Yeah, and her relationship with her boyfriend was mentioned again, and I just could not care less about it. Yep. So that was So annoying. pointless. Yeah, don't bring that up. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> let's talk about next episode. Our finale! Uh-huh. Lacuna? I think is Lacuna how you pronounce Matata. it. Lacuna Matata. Lacuna <laughs> Matata. Um, this one is written and directed by Eileen, so get ready for a huge oh, fucking no. train head. Um... <laughs> Melvin Porter's funeral service is held at the planet. Of fucking course it is. Um, Mark videotapes the event because he's a creeper. Um, and it's attended by a surprise guest, Gloria Steinem. I don't understand how they got Gloria Steinem on the show, but like, okay. Don't ask questions. Um, where Beck gets stun- stunning news about her job when her boss, Franklin, fires her. But Mark ends up with a job offer of his own. I don't remember that part, but okay. <laughs> I guess that's just to get him off the show. Ugh, he needs to be off the show. Yes. Um, Tina goes into surprisingly difficult labor and is forced to go to the hospital as the situation gets more difficult and dangerous because she was trying to have a home birth. And they want to tease you and make you think that a white woman would ever die during labor. And like, <laughs> yes, it happens, but like, I mean, come on. Does it actually happen? She's yes, white. it happens, but it's it? not going to happen anymore. You know, it just doesn't. No, white people live. Yeah. In case you don't know what we're talking about, black women are at a much higher um, mm-hmm. likelihood of like dying during child labor, and that's because of uh, you know some racism and a little bit of negligence that happens on the doctors' parts. Yep. So doctors um, ignore even their complaints. Yeah. 
Jenny finally reaches her breaking point over her painful childhood memory. What this means is that she cuts herself and Shane finds her. Um, so I don't really think that that's a breaking point. I like to think that she's been self-harming basically this whole time. It's kind of hard to believe she hasn't, just like going exactly. by her personality. Yeah, so like I don't get that. Um, meanwhile, Alice continues to struggle with her jealousy over Dana being around Laura, which prompts Dana to decide to speak with Laura to get closure on their previous relationship. I have a feeling that's not going to give her closure on their previous relationship. Nope. Um, elsewhere, Peggy Peabody arrives in Los Angeles and lays down the laws with Helena over her custody battle with Winnie for their two kids. Um, also, Shane finally decides to try out a relationship with Carmen. Good luck, Shane. But I love Peggy. She's like, I love when she comes on the show, so I'm very excited. All right, that'll be fun then. Yeah, that's the one that was, um, wasn't she like a teacher uh, on Switched to Birth or something? Um, the teacher on Switched to Birth was uh, Jenny's writing teacher. Oh, just kidding. Um, Peggy Peabody's actress is in something, and we'll tell you next time unless you know, and then you can tweet at us. Yeah, that sounds fun. Let's do that. <laughs> so, because it's fucking late, and I have to be up at ass crack in the morning to bring my cat, like, 20 minutes away, so kill me. Oh, okay. And then I have class at 9.30 in the morning, so double kill me. Mm, I'm just losing track of time because I fasted today, and I'm tired. Yeah. So, we're just uh, gonna end this. Yeah, all right. Uh, thanks for listening. You can find all of our socials in the links below, or we're on Twitter as at LOLWordPPN. Hannah's on Twitter as at Hannah Mosk. I'm on Twitter as at Jesse underscore Quinn. Our Facebook is, uh, the LOL Word Podcast, um, and then our Facebook group is LOL Word Podcast Fans. And most importantly, you should leave us a review and let us know that you did that. Um, or, like, actually give us your money, because that'd be super sick, because we both had cat expenses this month, and it sucks. We did. Are you, like, grabbing your tits? What's happening? Um, I got <laughs> cold, so I put my hands inside, and I was just sort of touching, like, the flat part of my chest. I don't really have the flat part of my chest. My tits go all the way to my neck. That was me, and then I paid to get them cut the fuck off. Yeah. They're not, like, big or anything. They're just high. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so that happened. Okay, um, thanks for that and letting me talk about my tits and stuff. Uh, cool. I dumped the cat. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.